0: On a lake. She is dreaming, she is drifting, never been so wide awake. Captured in the moment by the beauty all around her, there's nowhere else that she would rather be. Hello and welcome. This is Corinne Motokaitis, and you're listening to How She Really Does It The Place Where Inspiration and Possibility Meet. I think we can all use a few deep breaths and calm ourselves as we go into this holiday season, wrapping up 2021, saying goodbye, 2021. And do we dare say hello, 2022? (laughs) As we go into this holiday season and then upcoming year, I have an invitation for you. To think about the structures for the three areas of your life. And the three areas that I'm gonna talk about today are yourself, family, and work. And yes, I'm putting it in that order. Yourself first. I can't tell you how often I'm coaching clients where they've forgotten about themselves, they've taken care of everybody else. And they didn't make it to their list. It happens. And many of us have been programmed (laughs) to do it that way to be nice, to be accommodating, to put other people's in front of us so that we're not selfish. I get it. We don't need to judge it. We don't need to even uncover where it came from. What we can do is put ourselves at the top of our list. It doesn't mean, and I say this quite often here, it doesn't mean to hell with everybody else, but it means taking care of yourself so that you can actually really take care of others and have the flourishing, connected relationships with the people that you love and care about, as well as do meaningful, kick-ass work that you love. That's the goal, right? Defining success in details on your terms, but really about being in those loving, connected relationships where you have that sense of belonging in doing work that you love. Now I'm going to clarify because some of you, you get W-2. Some of you have your own businesses. Some of you have unpaid work. It's whatever is that brings meaning for you. And for some of you, it may be the unpaid work. Uh, Maybe it's a volunteer thing. Maybe it's raising your family or maybe the meaning in the work It comes from being able to provide your family with a lifestyle that you would like. You get to define it. Our brains are easily go into judging ourselves like, oh, Corinne said this, and this is how I do it. You get to define what the success looks like. And I'm going to talk about the structures to support those three areas today. As you go through the holidays, as you go into 2022, so often I realized and through coaching with my clients and being on the ground floor with real people, really doing the best that they can high achievers who've bought into, you know, I must work really hard. I must be exceptional. I must be perfect and high achieving. In fact, going to overachieving to finally be safe. And they come to me and looking at what are the structures that they need to support themselves. Structures can be practices. It can be routines. So I'm going to talk about that today. They can be really simple and we often discount or dismiss what it is that we need. And it's so important that we see this so that we can make the changes that we need to accept the areas that we're fine with so that we can create the lives that we want because it really is possible. So in terms of ourselves, I think about routines and it can be as simple as making your bed every morning. I used to think making my bed was the most ridiculous thing and my college roommates will attest to that. So I tried to, as an adult, simplify it at some point when I decided I could no longer tolerate the messy bed. And it was a really simple thing. I have a duvet cover. Actually, I have two duvet covers. And I don't even have a top sheet because I hate hospital corners. I learned how to do those at summer camp. I just want to make it really simple. And it took me years. Really, I don't think in my 20s, I made my bed. I just couldn't do it. (laughs) I was a busy person. And that was too much work. So I thought... But when I started thinking about, and I think i learned this from Peter Walsh, was what's the vision I have for this space? What do I want from this space? I love having my bed made. It's not perfect. I lay out the duvet covers. It takes me all five seconds. I do it first thing in the morning when I get up before I change out of my pajamas and I make the bed. Some days it looks better than others. It definitely doesn't look like something that would be in a magazine shoot, but the bed is made. And I love having my bed made. It's a nice step of, ooh, we've closed that door of sleeping. You're now getting up and starting your day. I really, really love it. And it's something that is so calming for me and soothing. So that's a routine that I have that supports me. It's a structure in my life. The other structure that I have is getting out of my pajamas and getting into clothes, whether sometimes it's workout clothes or getting into clothes for the day, but really making that shift. Now we have the holidays and there are times that I may say, okay, today's a holiday and I want to be in my pajamas or today's a rainy Sunday and I want to be in my pajamas. I decide that and I go about doing that. Because what I've learned about myself is I get really frustrated when I tend to stay in my pajamas longer. This is something years ago that I learned. And so it was a structure that didn't support me. Now you get to do you, right? What supports you? Maybe it is being in your pajamas. Maybe it's halfway pajamas and halfway business blouse. You get to decide what works for you. Okay. These are just some ideas, some examples the other routines and structures that can support you is the phone. <laughs> I've kind of fallen off of this one again, but keeping the phone by my bed is not a good strategy for me, especially when I'm depleted at the end of the day or at the end of the week. It's easier to go to and I'll watch myself scroll and scroll and scroll. And last night I scrolled for 45 minutes. It was actually 44. And that was the second time. And I'm not getting anything out of it. And I'm just scrolling and I'm watching myself going, what are you doing? But I couldn't just shut it down. So this morning I realized, oh yes, that's why I plug in my phone in my office. So I'll be doing that tonight. That can be a structure to support you, right? What are the structures you need to support you? For some, it's having alone time. I have clients who, like I have a client this Sunday, who is going to have alone time this Sunday for herself. She hasn't had a chance in the last couple of weeks. And this Sunday is going to be her time for herself. She may do some work and have her own down day. And I know in this season of life for me as well, I typically like to have my Sundays for that. My downtime, I may go and work out with a friend and then come home and, you know, not really have much of an agenda. I've gotten into taking baths and deep conditioning my hair and having dinner with my husband and getting myself ready for the week. So what is the routine that you need? This is not to do all of these things at once. The things that I've shared with you that I've personally done are things that I've adapted over the last 10, 15 years. They're to give you some ideas, take some. My hunch is, is that as I talk about it, you're going to remember something that maybe you used to like to do or you thought about doing. And this bath thing is a totally a new thing that I started this fall because I found myself as an empty nester (laughs) with a lot of space. I was never a bath person. And in fact, when we remodeled our house 20 years ago, I had them take the bathtub out of the master bathroom because I thought, why would I want that? That's unnecessary. I wanted a big old shower instead. And I thought it was ridiculous to have a bathtub. I will be remodeling one of my bathrooms and be putting in a really nice bathtub at some point. But I have the bathtubs that we currently have in the other bathrooms. So you can evolve. I mean, that's the beauty of it. Who you become as you go through your own transformation, as you learn about what fills you up, what support that you need, what structures really support your life. There's no need to have judgment and you can test it out, right? Test it out and see like, I didn't know that I would come to really love the bath so much. And in this season of life, I really do maybe come spring and summer, I won't want to sit in a hot bathtub. I don't know. We'll see. But for right now, it's really working for me. So having alone time, taking baths. It could be reading time. Where do you structure that into your day or your week? It can be entertainment. Are you listening to podcasts? Are you watching television or movies? right? One of the things that I started in COVID thanks to one of my client's ideas was paint by numbers. And I got back to it again recently. I've done two paint by numbers this fall. And here's the thing. I had the paint and the easel out for about three weeks before I even took the brush out because it took me time to have the energy and the capacity to be able to go and do it. The structure I needed was putting it out there, and not having judgment that I wasn't doing it. And it took some time and now I've completed two. I had a great time doing it and enjoyed it. And now it's time to order some more. So I will be doing more paint by numbers. It's still one of my favorite things to do and listen to audiobooks. So those are structures and routines for me that fill me up in other ways. Okay. Friend time, When do you put in your friend time? Is it something that's haphazard or is there certain structures? For years I talked about I would have Friday morning coffee with one of my best friends and we'd have it every Friday. It was as good as done. It was on the schedule. I like having that repeating where I don't have to think about it. It's really hard. I have a girlfriend who I've reconnected with this fall. And we need a doodle calendar to schedule ourselves. It becomes exhausting and we haven't seen each other in a few weeks just because it's a lot of work to figure out what works because our schedules aren't aligning and we haven't found that spot, but we'll work on it some more. So for me, the structures that I need is how can I have something that's repeatable with people that I want to connect with, that's enjoyable, that doesn't take a whole lot of time and energy or texts or phone calls to schedule right? And one of the things that I've done with that is that I've incorporated movement with a lot of friend time. When I was in college, I incorporated eating meals with friend time because either cooking or eating meals together, because that was something that I needed to do just to eat. And I didn't have a whole lot of downtime because I was a swimmer and I was a student. And I also worked, so I didn't have a whole lot of downtime, but that was something that I could do, or I could come together in studying time. So now for me, it's about working out, moving, and it really helps in the mornings, because honestly, at 49 and a half years old, I'm not getting up at five o'clock in the morning to go and work out by myself, especially outdoors, but I will definitely go and join a friend. So if those are structures, there's nothing wrong with that. Don't judge yourself. Just check in with what is the structure you need. There are times in my life that some of the structures that I need is I've hired a personal trainer to go and lift weights and it wasn't that I didn't know how to do it or couldn't design my own program because I definitely could. This is what I've done for as a part of my career but I didn't want to spend the brain juice doing that. I wanted to be able to show up and use the energy that I had in doing the workout and having somebody support me. It can be also taking a class, right? One of the things that I do, because I do online classes and I have Peloton is there's so many classes that I have come to find that I like it when there's like a program that I already have decided ahead of time and I can jump into because it's already, I'm not having to choose amongst the thousands and thousands of classes. Same thing with my foam rolling class that I do. It's another program, thousands and thousands. And I found this one sequence and I'm like, okay, this is great. It'll take me through the sequence for the next four weeks. And so all I have to do is show up and go and do that. It can be going to a yoga studio and Taking certain classes with instructors, whatever the structure is, check in with what is it you need to have that structure to support you. And this is about supporting you so you can fill yourself up so that therefore you can then go out and take care of those that you're responsible for and those that you love. And it makes you actually a better workplace person as well. So, those are some ideas in terms of what are the routines for yourself. The next I want to talk about is family. It can be family. It can be friends, right? It can be relationships, partners. So think about that, how you want to put that in the context of it. What do the people in your life, what do they need? And what is the vision that you have that you want to fulfill? Is it love and connection? Is it a place of belonging? Is it that you want to be able to support those that you love? What is it that you want? So what's the support, what's the structure that you need to incorporate that? When my kids were growing up, as busy as we were, we were really committed to having family dinners. And every season of the year, it could be different because of their sports schedules, our coaching schedules, different variables. But we figured out a way. Sometimes there were some summers when my kids were little, we did dinner at lunchtime. We did it a supper and then because we were all home together and then at night we were all on the pool deck. So we flip flopped it. There have been sometimes there's certain days of the week that we do have a family dinner and we work really hard to make sure at least one person, one parent is with the kids. And then we also, when we made sure that on Sundays, most of the time that we would be home. So we found ways to, even though it may not have been every day, it doesn't have to be perfect but what were ways that we can create that structure? Not because every dinner had to be transformative or transformational. It was to create the space and the commitment to that space so that when something did happen or it allowed for those organic conversations to occur. So family dinners or breakfast or sometimes it would be maybe if kids were home and then with one of us could eat breakfast with somebody, right? Those could be nice points of connection. It can be weekend or evenings. There, what are the evening rituals that you may have for your family or in your partnership? What are the traditions? Especially as we go into the holidays, what are the traditions? And I know a lot of us have seen our traditions change because of the last couple of years with COVID. What are the ones that you can do? And what are the ones that maybe right now you're not comfortable doing? We usually have a big old Christmas Eve party and I don't think we're going to be hosting it this year. And so one of the things that we're working on right now is what do we want from Christmas Eve and what do we want from Christmas Day? And usually on Christmas Eve, we have about 100, 150 people that we have a party with that come through our house. It's a lot of fun seeing old friends and new friends. And then Sunday tends to be a day for our family. And we tend to be more of a pajama day and hanging out and resting and connecting. But now without the Christmas Eve, we're changing that for this year. And so we're figuring it out. And it does, it's kind of like back to that doodle calendar. It takes a little bit more energy and brain juice of what do we want to experience. So thinking about like the family, what is the structure for your family? It can be really, really simple. What's the structure for your family that supports you and it supports those you love and care about? And then I want to wrap up with a third area, with work. And it's really important that I put this at the third area, because for most of us, the work is, this, as one of my clients said, is like kind of a monstrous beast. It can be all-consuming in our lives. And especially many of you who, with working from home over the last year, two years, the boundaries may have gotten really, really blurred. Between home and work. So, thinking about this is a nice time to settle back into what is the structure that you need for this area of life? What does your work week look like? And maybe you're in a situation where your work week is defined by others, or maybe you're an entrepreneur and your work week is defined by how you get to define it. You know, I have had solid work hours for a long time in my business. And so those are the hours that I work and there are days of the week that I do not do any outside meetings, networking, any of that stuff, because those are solid work days. So I have figured out a flow in my work week of when I have those meetings and when I don't. Something for you to think about. When do you like to have meetings? When do you not? Do you have the ability to control that? What do you not? And when you think about your workflow, not only of meeting days, non-meeting days, doing work, but also what is the workflow that you need to set yourself up well for the day? So maybe it's coming into the office, whether it's in your home office or in your work office, and maybe it's, you know, what do you need to do? Is it sit down and look at all the emails or sitting down and looking on all the emails get you lost in your day? Is it setting up your to-do list in your calendar the Sunday or Monday before and then having a plan of when you do stuff? Figure that out. Years ago, I figured out that me checking email or social media first thing in the morning was not a productive thing because I wound up ricocheting off of everybody else's inbox email request to me all day long. And so for me to step in and be quiet with myself the first thing in the morning was the most important thing. And that's how I set me up for success so that I could deliver better for everybody else. So notice, how do you feel when you go into email, go into Slack, go into social media, and you get that energy versus have things that are maybe better for you, or maybe that's a great way for you to start your day your workflow, it's what sets you up for success, not what sets me up or you know, your cousin or so-and-so. It's what sets you up. And realizing when are your deep work times when you need to go in and do some deep work and get into that flow state, and noticing when you have less brain juice and less energy. And you need to do shallow work and having that differentiated. So I know when my deep workflows are and I know when my shallow workflows are, it's not perfect all the time, but that helps keep things really simple throughout my week and the weekends taking some time off so that I can rest and recuperate so that I can come back. And that's one of the reasons I have such high capacity is because of the downtime right? I know when my meetings are and I know when there's a no work zone. And sometimes I do work in those no work zones. And as an adult, as a leader, I make that deliberate choice to go ahead and do that. So as I wrap up today's show, my invitation for you is think about what is the structure that you need for the three areas of life? My invitation is I threw out a lot of different things. And remember, some of these are stuff that I've come up with over the last 15, 20 years. And I've picked up from others, whether they're from clients, whether they've read about them, I've heard about them, tested them out. It's a compilation. One of the biggest ways to set yourself up for failure is to try to do it all at once. Pick one thing in each area and work on it. Test it out. Notice how do you feel afterwards? Does it help you be effective? What works well? What can be improved? And then work on adding to it or maybe switching it out. Cause if it doesn't work, test something else out and you're going to get together this collection of structures that support you. And as I came into the fall, you know, I knew for the last year having a day of downtime, typically Sundays was a beautiful thing. And then the fall I started getting busier. I was traveling and I wasn't having that. And I started watching myself going, Oh, what's going to happen? Like I'm okay, but am I going to hit a wall? What's going to happen? Where else can I create some space for myself? And I found that and I started becoming more clear of like, Oh yes, if I'm going to work through the weekend, What space can I give to myself at another point and being really deliberate about that? Because we do need to have downtime. It's really, really important. And I just realized like, okay, in this season of life or in this chapter of the year, this is what it looks like. And I'm testing it out and I'm learning and I'm getting to know more about me. And that, my friend, is my invitation for you. All right. The structure was an awesome lesson for her to incorporate into her life. Go to the show notes and there's a link in the show notes where you can sign up and get these emails in your box. On a lake, she is dreaming, she is drifting, never been so idle.